Hi, good morning. This is Caleb Arnn with the Walk with God podcast. Today we are going to study the Exodus and the beginning of the Passover and how the, the final plague of Egypt. We're going to look at one of the prayers of David in the book of Psalms. We're going to look at the warnings to a naughty man in the book of Proverbs in chapter 6. And we're also going to look at Jesus coming into Jerusalem on the, uh, the cult of a donkey and also healing two blind men. Before we get started, let's go ahead and open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this time and for this day. Please lead us and guide us in your truth and open our ears and our eyes, open our hearts to receive your word and your instruction. Please give us your message that we you have today for us. Help us to learn it well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to jump right into it in Psalm chapter 25, verses 16 through 22. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. O bring thou me out of my distresses. Look upon mine affliction and my pain, and forgive all my sins. Consider mine enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. O keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Here we see David praying for the Lord to redeem Israel and to help him and to keep his soul and uh, to keep him in integrity and uprightness and be preserved through that. Turn with me to uh, Exodus chapter 12 today, and we're going to start in verse 14, Exodus 12, verse 14 through chapter 13, verse 16. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread. Even the first day ye shall put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And in the first day shall be an holy convocation. And in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No manner of work shall be done in them, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And ye shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day at even, ye shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at even. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whosoever eateth that which is leavened, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Ye shall eat nothing leavened, in all your habitations shall ye eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel, and said unto them, Draw out, and take you a lamb according to your families, and kill the Passover. And ye shall take a bunch of hyssop, and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin, and none of you shall go out at the door of your, his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door, and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. And ye shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. And it shall come to pass, when ye be come to the land which the Lord will give you, according as he hath promised, that ye shall keep his, this service. And it shall come to pass, when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? 
that ye shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses. And the people bowed the head and worshipped. And the children of Israel went away and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne, unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. And, the, and Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants, and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. And he called for Moses and Aaron by night, and said, Rise up, and get you forth from among my people, both ye and the children of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as ye have said. Also take your flocks and your herds, as ye have said, and be gone, and bless me also. And the Egyptians were urgent upon the people, that they might send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We be all dead men. And the people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading troughs being bound up in their clothes upon their shoulders. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver, and jewels of gold, and raiment. And the Lord gave the people favor in sight of the Egyptians, so that they lent unto them such things as they required, and they spoiled the Egyptians. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about six hundred thousand on foot, that were men beside children. And a mixed multitude went up also with them, and flocks and herds, even very much cattle. And they baked unleavened cakes of dough, which they brought forth out of Egypt, for it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Egypt, and could not tarry, neither had they prepared for themselves any victual. Now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was four hundred and thirty years. And it came to pass, at the end of the four hundred and thirty years, even the selfsame day it came to pass, that all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be much observed unto the Lord for bringing them out from that land of Egypt. This is that night of the Lord to be observed of all the children of Israel in their generations. And the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. There shall no stranger eat thereof. But every man's servant that is bought for money, when thou hast circumcised him, then shall he eat thereof. A foreigner and a hired servant shall not eat thereof. In one house shall it be eaten. Thou shalt not carry forth aught of the flesh abroad out of the house, neither shall ye break a bone thereof. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. And when a stranger shall sojourn with thee, and will keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land, for no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. One law shall be to him that is home-born, and unto the stranger that sojourneth among you. Thus did all the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. And it came to pass, the selfsame day, that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. Chapter 13 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, it is mine. And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day, in which ye came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand the Lord brought you out of this place. There shall no leavened bread be eaten. This day came ye out in the month Abib, 
And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he sware unto thy fathers to give thee, a land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall no leavened bread be seen with thee, neither shall there be leaven seen with thee in all thy quarters. And thou shalt show thy son in that day, saying, This is done because of that which the Lord did unto me when I came forth out of Egypt. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine hand, and for a memorial between thine eyes, that the Lord's law may be in thy mouth. For with a strong hand hath the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in his season from year to year. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites, as he sware unto thee and to thy fathers, and shall give it thee, that thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix, and every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast. The male shall be the Lord's. And every firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb, and if thou wilt not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck, and all the firstborn of man among thy children shalt thou redeem. And it shall be when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What is this? That thou shalt say unto him, By strength of hand the Lord brought us out, of, out from Egypt, from the house of bondage. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast, Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all that openeth the matrix, being males, but all the firstborn of my children I redeem. And it shall be for a token upon thine hand, and for a frontlets between thine eyes, for by strength of hand the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt. It's an amazing story how the Lord himself came down and smote all the firstborn of not just Pharaoh and his house, but all the servants as well, and all of the animals, all the firstborn of all the animals. I mean, how would anybody know what these firstborn were except they have the perfect knowledge of the Lord? <clears throat> then we also see that this is now the very first feast, the very first yearly annual feast, an annual celebration that the children of Israel are having for their national holidays. And this is the first month, and it will be set as the first month, and it, they'll celebrate it every year from now on. And uh, just an amazing, an amazing deliverance of the people that Pharaoh would not let them go until the Lord in, uh, divinely intervened. And um, that just by night... Uh, just it's an amazing thing you think of an, an entire country forcing an entire people out in the same night and them just suddenly by day being gone out of the entire country it's just it's kind of mind-boggling to think about how how could that even happen and yet the lord uh and, and in the word it shows that not only did they shove them out that but they gave them clothes and raiment and gold and silver and jewels and, and things that they could use later to serve the Lord and to build his tabernacle. Now we're going to turn to Proverbs, the book of Proverbs chapter 6. Book of Proverbs chapter 6, we're going to read from verses 12 to 15. 
A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a froward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth, teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart, he deviseth mischief continually, he soweth discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly, suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. A naughty person, it says, a, a wicked man walketh with a froward mouth. That means he speaks things that are not true and are mixed with both truth and lies. And so his mouth is froward. It's not direct. It's not straightforward. It's not true and accurate and measurable to without a fault. And so uh, a naughty person lies and tells lies and he winketh with his eyes like he tries to make strange dealings or he tries to kind of manipulate and it says that he speaketh with his feet and teacheth with his, with his fingers and so he'll say some things but his actual dealings and his actual uh, movements and actions are really taught by his hands and his feet and his fingers and so you learn what he's actually doing by what he actually does not by what he says and so he says one thing but he does another Frowardness is in his heart. He deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. And so he causes confusion. He causes strife among other people and tries to take advantage of that strife and confusion. And so therefore his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. The Lord is rebuking this. And so we must learn not to cause this confusion and discord, but to be true and honest and straightforward. Just as the Lord said, let your yea be yea and your nay nay. Let your the words that you speak be true and accurate. Now we're going to turn to Matthew chapter 20 today. Matthew chapter 20, starting with verse 29. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And the multitude rebuked them, because they should hold their peace. But they cried the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And Jesus stood still, and called them, and said, What will ye that I shall do unto you? And they said unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them, and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Chapter 21. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied, and a colt with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto, unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Sion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the, and the disciples went, and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put them put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees, and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, 
Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? And he left them and went out of the city into Bethany, and he lodged there. Now in the morning, as he returned into the city, he hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it, and found nothing thereon but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth, henceforward forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered, withered away? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Here we see uh, the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here we see two people that are blind are calling unto him as they're passing by Jericho on their way to Jerusalem, calling unto him. And so Jesus stops and they're trying to get to Jerusalem and get to them for this feast and for this celebration. And all these people are traveling with him too, but he stops and he makes the time to stop and visit and heal these two blind men that are calling out for him for help. Then in chapter 21, we see that he also stops and he sends uh, from Bethphage two of his disciples to get a donkey and the donkey's colt. And then he rides upon the donkey's colt, fulfilling a prophecy that um, upon a, a donkey's colt that no man has ever ridden on there before, Jesus is the first one to ride on it and enter into the city of Jerusalem. Now, donkeys... Um, Back in the book of, I think it was either Book of Chronicles or Book of Kings, we see that uh, David had a donkey, and a donkey and riding on a donkey was seen as a king's steed and a king's um, a king's ride or a king's um, steed that they would ride on throughout the city to enter into cities and travel through the cities, and so we see that Jesus entering on that is also declaring his deity and his um, his royalty in the lineage of David and how he is the heir to the kingdom. Then it, we also see that people are laying down clothes before him, laying down trees and uh, branches and palm branches and straw them in the way, laying down all these things before him to make the uh, path a little less bumpy, a little more smooth. And so it would be uh, a much smoother ride as the, he's traveling on the donkey and riding. And so it's not kind of jolting up and down each time. It's a, a little bit smoother as he's riding, not as bumpy. And this is done to show their 
their allegiance to him and their service to him. We also see that they're calling out Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Now, this is uh, both a, um, a celebration cry, but it's also a battle cry. And so it's not uh, exactly the same thing that some people are, have, are thinking about. And so back in the time of the Maccabees, when um, they overthrew some uh, foreign oppressors and rulers and threw them out of the kingdom before the Roman Empire was fully come in and taken over all of that, uh, the, the area of Jerusalem, the battle cry of Hosanna was part of the battle cry of the Maccabees. And so Hosanna, them crying out here, is almost like a uh, military campaign cry. And they're crying out, be our king, be our military victor, be our military leader, and throw out the Romans, throw out the rulers. And uh, in a, a certain way, this is kind of not the way that Jesus is wanting them to go because he wants to rule as a spiritual leader, a spiritual savior for them first before uh, he comes at his second coming as a military victor and ruler and as the king of kings and the lord of lords. And so, um, sadly, they're not seeing him as he wants them to see him, which is their savior from sin and the the one who can break their bondage of sin. Excuse me, as I take a drink of coffee here. Or my, tur <coughs> excuse me, a turtle cup. <clears throat> Uh, so then we also he see here that the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed all of them, continuing to show the signs that he is the Messiah, that he is the, the Lord, the God that has all these power over sin, over uh, frailties, over sicknesses and diseases. And so the Jewish leaders, they come to him and they see, have you, um, hearest thou what these say? that they're recognizing that they're calling to him, asking him to be their king and their leader. And he says, yeah, you have you never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Thou hast perfected praise. He's not rebuking anybody for this because it is uh, right to worship him and to honor him. So then he leaves and he goes to Bethany. And then also we see the fig tree and his disciples are amazed that he curses this fig tree because there's no fruit on it for him or for anybody else to eat from it. And he says that if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this, which was done to the fig tree, but also you shall say unto this mountain, be there removed. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. And here we have an amazing promise from the Lord that if you truly want something that it, it's good for you to want, and it's good for, and in the Lord's will, that if you ask, you shall receive, and seeking, you shall find, knock, and the door shall be open to you. We should ask and believe in prayer. So, it's been an amazing time reading and studying the Word of God with you, excuse me, word, the Word of God with you today. I hope it's been a blessing to you. If you uh, have any prayer requests, any praise reports, any uh, anything you want to talk about, you can email me at www.caleb at gmail.com. That's www.caleb at gmail.com. I'll be sure to look for those and um, have an, uh, an amazing and blessed day. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye.